If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Hello, good afternoon and welcome to the Midday News. The news is live on Joy, 99.7 FM here in Accra. In Kumasi, we are on Love, 99.5 FM affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions. We are on Flow FM in Aflao. We are on Ganga FM in Jirapa. Radio Wa in Wa, Jatai FM in Karaga. We are live on X Spaces. We are on Facebook. We are on myjoyonline.com. The Midday News is sponsored by Petrol Soul. Your clean fuel in full quantity. Petrol Soul is always a delightful experience. Also brought to you by Duroplus Ghana Limited, producers of quality pvc and hdp pipes and water tank we are the only water story tank with a level indicator where duroplus goes water always flows this afternoon industry and traders insist cost of doing business in ghana is still high despite tax revisions as they express concern over potential closures as they fault government for not addressing core sector challenges in the 2024 budget where uh, businesses are collapsing where businesses have so been overtaxed it is not fair now we don't have any reliefs, and the natural thing is to pass on the cost to the consume, consuming public. But how are we even going to do that? But for households, the state of the Ghanaian economy will make it difficult for you to save money. That's the assessment of a professor of finance. Look at how high food inflation is. The minister is telling us that we have turned the corner. Maybe the corner. Right? Food alone takes almost 44% of the household expenditure. It tells you how much it takes away from the household saving space. Also, minority describes as woefully inadequate 220 million CD allocation for flats caused by their consumable dam spillage. The hospitals, resettle, teachers, and I mean key workers who have been displaced, repair roads. What is this supposed to do? So that money is woefully inadequate for. We'll also get to hear from Medina MP and human rights lawyer Francis Xavier Susu decrying the exclusion of imported sanitary parts from tax cuts as he advocates for an inclusive approach. We need to move it forward to make sure that 
any form of tax at all on imported $1,000 in the CAF Women's Champions League. And a woman of sacrifice, devotion, humanity and resilience. Words used to describe former First Lady Theresa Kufo as hundreds gather at the forecourt of the State House for her funeral service. We wish we could have spent more time with you. But I thank God, we all thank God, for the time we had. Thank you for loving us all despite our quirkinesses. That's and more in this afternoon's edition of the Midday News. I am MFA Apau, and this is your home of independent, fearless, and credible journalism. Please do stay on for details. Many thanks for your company. We start off with um, 2024 budget and the reactions that keep pouring in. Government presented uh, that um, 2024 budget by the finance minister, Ken Ophiata, yesterday, and some tax reliefs were announced. This is as a result of what the minister describes as efforts to give significant relief to the private sector until expenditure pressures. Uh, the items listed by Mr. Ophiata range from locally manufactured sanitary parts to electric vehicles. Listen to the finance minister, Ken Ophiata. Mr. Speaker, tax reliefs. Our approach to tax policy since 2017 was to give significant relief to the private sector until expenditure pressures from 2020 required a more aggressive approach. It is important to note that in the short term, fiscal sustainability requires that we improve our tax ratios significantly, otherwise our long-term competitiveness will be reloaded. As we all know, our country's 13% tax to GDP ratio is far below our peers. Our target is 18 to 20%. Well, this should be welcome news about uh, the Association of Ghana Industries. Uh, the measure fell short of their expectations. Sir Chuma Kwabwa is the chief executive. Well, the, the, the question of being happy or not being happy, I think that comment we can make later. You need to study the whole part because when you pick this and uh, and you make a very definite conclusion pronouncement, you may get it from because there could be after that to be interesting. What I can say is that all the acts he advocates is inaccessible. Those are the ones that are concerned. But about those are concerned, it is fine. Um, what I also see is that in terms of growth, we are not expecting from the back, it clearly indicates that growth is not going to be that high. And, and the growth is contributed by three key sectors manufacturing of our industry, service, the culture. So, and some time ago, we were doing about 78% per annum. And if there's a projection that in the next four years or so, between 2023 and 2027, growth is at about 2.8 on the well, the Ghana Union of Traders Association, Guta, fears more of its members will be forced out of business. Here's the president of the association, Dr. Joseph Abing. If you look at the general cost of doing business in this country and what we were seeking, then, of course, um, um, I would say that the status quo remains. The cost of clearance of, at the ports and all that, everything still remains. The high rate of um, 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 uh, taxes that we are made to pay, the number of taxes that have been imposed on us, all of these are not addressed. Though uh, just a fraction or segment um, that have been um, re, uh, gotten the relief, and most companies are going to fall. Joseph Obin, there is president of the of Guta. Well, professor of finance with the University of Ghana Business School, Godfred Bopping, is warning more households will face difficult times as inflation stays high. 
Systematically, we have been weakening the competitiveness of Ghana's private sector. We are eroding saving space from households and private sector. And therefore, a time will come in the medium to the long term we'll, in, in trying to recover would have undermined the competitiveness of our private sector. And actually, that is where the worry should be. If you look at the level of taxes that we have accommodated over the years, it is very difficult for the average Ghanaian in the middle class, we are not talking about the mere mortals, to save. Well, Minority Leader Dr. K. Salatoforsing has said notice his side will reject all tax measures the government is seeking to introduce in the budget. He spoke to Evans Mensa in a yet-to-be-aired interview. We in the NDC will not support this tax policy. What they have done today by introducing tax exemption, uh, new taxes worth 11 billion Ghana cities is insensitive. In fact, it's most cruel and it shows that this government is out of touch with the realities of the people. I mean, it is already here. They, they are in parliament as we speak. In fact, they are before the finance committee and they are begging us to approve it. Well, despite the perhaps um, largely negative reaction to the 2024 budget staff, the finance ministry entered into a praise and worship session to welcome the finance minister after he presented the budget in parliament in a video that has gone viral. Well, if you haven't seen that video, and that's all over social media now, some staff of the finance ministry, numbering about 50 to 100, they lined up in front of the ministry to welcome the finance minister, Ken Oferiata, clapping and singing in the background, like you can hear after he presented uh, the budget and went back to the office. Well, this action has infuriated the member of parliament for Pru East, Dr. Kobna Donko, who is asking, is also the ranking member of the employment committee of parliament. He has some concerns and also uh, for the head of civil service as well thank you so much uh, for joining us really what, what is the concern here just staff praising their boss yeah, the concern is when you have the concern is when you have civil servants adopting partisan positions contrary to their oath of office then the civil service is becoming partisan one of the critical elements of this this is its political neutrality. Indeed, every civil service wears an oath and encompassed in the oath is political neutrality. So when you have civil servants being reduced to cheerleaders, it is most unfortunate. And I call on the head of civil service to stamp out this behavior. The chief director of the Ministry of Finance must issue a stern warning to such civil servants. Indeed, when civil servants position themselves this way, they make it extremely impossible for any incoming government to work with them. And it is for this reason that since the colonial times, a cardinal principle has been the neutrality of the civil service. This is most unfortunate, and I call on the head of civil service to take 10 action. We must not countenance this. This partisanship, this paid by paid civil servants, goes against the green.
Mm. Well, so what exactly are you expecting the head of civil service to do? Because uh, we've just seen in that video, the chief director himself is the one leading this particular praise and worship. What exactly do you want the head of civil service to do? The, the head of civil service is the chief disciplinarian of the civil service. And so I expect the head of civil service to call all such officers to order and issue them with the appropriate warning letters. Other than that, Please, the people of Ghana should not hold any incoming government responsible if they decide that they can't work with this batch of civil servants. Well, that's uh, Dr. Kobnadonko. We're grateful. That's a member of parliament for Prue East. Uh, Kobnadonko, they're raising concerns about that um, praise and worship session that um, heralded the entry of the finance minister after he presented the budget when he went to back to his office. Well, the minority has also been describing as woefully inadequate the 220 million CD allocation for floods caused by their consumer dam spillage and flooding elsewhere in other regions. Yes, minority chief whip governs Kwame Agbuja. And some people who we have spoken to, we have the contributions we've done already. I can put a figure to it about 15 million Ghana cities. 220 million Ghana cities. What is it supposed to do? Is it supposed to rebuild the schools, the hospitals, resettle teachers and I mean key workers who have been displaced, repair roads? What is this supposed to do? So that money is woefully inadequate for to do anything. If this is just for the relief part of the work, fine. But if it's supposed to be a part of reconstruction, rehabilitation and compensation, then it's a drop in the, in, in the ocean. I'm also seriously concerned that despite the fact that we have seen a lot of damage in places like Keta and Angloga and then uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, K2 South, uh, uh, Flower and Co., the abridged version of the budget we've seen, which he read, didn't say anything about it the sea defense from Adan all the way to uh, to uh, Aflao, which is a very big concern because whilst the problems he created were not created by him solely, it was created with the blessing of the, the, the Dr. Baumia, who is the chairman of the, how do you call it, the, the economic management team. Dr. Baumia curiously decided not to follow him to parliament today. The governor of Bank of Ghana also decided not to follow him. They've left him to hang out and dry because... Let me bring in our parliamentary affairs correspondent, Kweku Asante. Well, Kweku, um, the d minority chief whip also raises concerns about the huge indebtedness to contractors, which did not make a showing in the budget. Yes, in fact, the road minister has been coming to parliament over the last few weeks. And whenever he asks why road projects are not continuing in parts of the country, he makes the point that it's because of government's indebtedness to contractors. Kwame Abuja expected that there will be some answers in the budget. Well, but uh, in spite of all this, though, he had some praise for government? Definitely. Government introduced a zero VAT rate for locally manufactured sanitary parts. And he says that is a plus for it's largely an empty budget for the Baganian people. Uh, but really, though, um, we're expecting that um, the debate on the budget will start today. What are we hearing about it? Well, now the confirmation is that the budget debate will commence on Monday after the post-budget workshop is held in Parliament. Um, this weekend. Today, MPs have been largely focused on the funeral of the former first lady. Most of them have gone there. Sitting hasn't started yet. In any moment from now, we expect that they will return from the funeral and they will kick start events on the floor, questions finding the name of MPs and ministers. That will be the business for today and tomorrow. The debate will commence next week.
Okay, thank you very much. That's Parliamentary Affairs Correspondent there, Kweku Asante. Well, the issue about sanitary parts and the tax cuts for locally manufactured uh, sanitary parts is not sit well uh, with uh, Francis Xavier Susu, the Medina MP, who is also a human rights lawyer. He says governments move fall short of addressing the concerns raised in the private member's bill he presented to Parliament. We're asking for two clear things. We're asking for taxes on the imported parts as well as the reduction of taxes on locally manufactured sanitary parts and the provision of wash facilities. But we are excited that government has granted us this request. And we will not rest, we will continue to push, and we will hope that eventually we will not have any taxes on sanitary parts, whether imported or locally manufactured. So that's um, Achibo Adams, a member of the Ghana Civil Society platform on SDG. His initial reaction to the announcement, founder of the Kagas Foundation. Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Abigail Lejewa also supports this call for equality. We don't really have a lot of companies that are into the sanitary towel manufacturing in Ghana. The ones we have, can't, if we are to stop importing sanitary towels, the ones we have currently can't serve every woman. So it, it, it's really good that we're expecting the government for taking off the taxes completely from well, we can hear from the Medina MP now who remains resolute in his commitment to advocating for the fulfillment of all his requests. Now, when you look at what government has done, what government has done is to respond to two of these requests. That is, no customs duty and taxes on, uh, uh, will be imposed on raw materials for the production for locally manufactured parts. And there would not be VAT on locally manufactured parts. So that definitely is a step in the right direction. But we need to move it forward to make sure that any form of tax at all on uh, exported or on imported uh, sanitary parts are also abolished. And most importantly, to reclassify those products as zero-rated social goods so that uh, in the future there will be no need for us to tax those products. We currently are still at the drafting department. What it means is that this major uh, set by government is going to affect uh, the, the final draft that will be coming out because let me hand over the microphone now to some women on the streets of Accra who are adding their voices to the discus urging the government to ensure that the tax cuts translates to reduce prices in the market they have to reduce the tax from all the parts that they are using because uh, the locally ones they are not common that will bring impact I'm coming from upper waste Sometimes it's very difficult for us to get the money to buy some of the goods or some of the uh, parts. But so far as they said that they will make the local one for us, they have used the price. It will help us to purchase it more. Depending on where I am now, looking at the environment, what people use, that is what I'm talking about. Some even don't get the money to buy. Well, let me take you to the Ashanti region now, where the Ashanti Hene Otunfose to the second has asked chiefs to prevail on the government, including members of parliament, to account for stored projects in the region. Among these are the phase two of both the KTR market, the Kumasi International Airport, and road projects, as well as the Konfuanochi Maternity and Children's Block. Earlier this year, was reported contractors had abandoned the project sites over unpaid arrears owed them by the government. Addressing the Ashanti Regional House of Chiefs, the Ashanti Hene said, chief 
chiefs should not sit aloof but demand answers. Nananum, what are we also doing? I see a lot of chiefs going to the president for favors. Have we done the same for the airports and our roads? Let's ask ourselves. The regional minister has been appointed as caretaker, but what are we also doing as chiefs? We have to follow up to know what is delaying our projects. That's the Asante Hene Otunfose to the second, taking us on a quick break here on the Midday News Live on Joy 99.7 FM here in Accra and Kumasi on Love 99.5 FM, proudly brought to you by Petrol Soul, your clean fuel in full quantity. Petrol Soul is always a delightful experience. Also brought to you by Duraplus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HTP pipes and water tank. Where Duraplus goes, water definitely flows. We return from the break with sports. We we'll also get to hear from the Chamber of petroleum consumers threatening legal action against the NPA, alleging unacceptable manganese concentration and fuel damaging uh, vehicles engines in the country. But the NPA says it's taking the necessary steps with the Ghana Standards Authority to address the situation. And a woman of sacrifice, devotion, humanity and resilience, words used to describe former First Lady Theresa Kofor as hundreds gather at the forecourt of the State House for her funeral service. We wish we could have spent more time with you. But I thank God, we all thank God, for the time we had. Thank you for loving us all despite our quirkinesses. Budgets are tight and money difficult to come by. You want to be sure you get the best value for your money. These are not times to be spending money fixing expensive engine problems because of cheap fuel and lubricants. Drive to a petrol source station today and buy your quality fuel and lubricants and rest assured of fuel that lasts long and lubricants that prevent expensive engine problems. Hear the sound. <laughs> petrol source. Clean fuel. In full quantity. Chale inside my card here. Drama. Wow. The movie lovers always get some story to share. And the Premier League lovers too, they like complain. Hey, VR. Ego over you. Hey, this one dear, it's like you're talking about me. The DSTV movie channels. Oh. Over me. This festive season, it go over you even more on DSTV. Sports are sports, movies and swap movies, kids channels are kids channels. And if you happen to be out this festive period, the DSTV stream go meet you there. Dial star 759 hash to reconnect or stay connected and unbox the entertainment this festive season. DSTV, it's your moment.
Thanks for staying with us. Let's do sports. Move around. Yeah, thank you very much, MFN. Now, Ampimbrakwan ladies fell short of securing a spot in the final of the CAF Women's Champions League after losing 3 2 on penalties to Morocco's SC Casablanca. A spot in the final would have guaranteed the team $250,000, and winning the tournament would have meant taking home $400,000. However, the Ghana champions will now have to settle for $200,000 after reaching the semi finals. Now, sports journalist Abigail Senasusu is currently with the team in Ivory Coast and describes how demoralized the players were after the defeat. Sitting back watching the girls uh, cry their eyes out after um, that penalty shootout, it's understandable that all the work that they put in, clearly they didn't deserve to be going to be playing in the third and fourth place, but that is the game of football, little errors in the costas. But for that own goal um, conceded, it really brought the spirit down when they had already taken the lead. Um, I think they are quite tried as they did. Well, that's Abigail Sinasusu. That's your sport. And Pimdakwa, ladies, we are super proud of you. Now, this afternoon, if you're a car owner, then you should be worried about where you buy your fuel. This is because the Chamber of Petroleum Consumers, COPEC, is alleging the presence of higher concentration of manganese in the fuel currently sold in the markets, causing damages to engines of cars in the country. It indicates that there's a surge in such complaints, and if not checked by the NPA, to ensure that all marketing companies comply with the acceptable standards, the situation could escalate. We can hear from Dan. Kanamwa, Executive Secretary of COPEC. We have had to go down to do some checks uh, to realize that there clearly uh, was some amount of manganese in some uh, of the products across board with the oil marketing companies. Uh, that has been quite sensitive to some of the vehicles. Uh, some of the vehicles, particularly the Honda vehicles, uh, have been the ones complaining the most. But the NPA, the National Petroleum Authority, says it's aware of the situation and taking the right measures with the Ghana Standards Authority to correct the anomaly. Abbas Ibrahim Tusanti is head of economic regulation at the NPA. Our checks indicate that uh, this issue is mainly caused by the manganese, the level of manganese in the fuel. Um, if you look at the, the standard for fuel, the petrol standard, yes, one for the 2020 version, the level of manganese in the fuel it's maximum 80 milligrams per liter. Now, the, most of the complaints we have had are coming from most of the cars that, if you look at their manuals, what we have observed is that most of these cars, particularly these cable engine cars, gasoline cars, their manufacturers advise that they use fuel that does not contain any manganese at all, if possible. So if you look at the fuel that are imported into the country, we have met this kind of standard with manganese of maximum 80 milligrams per liter. That's when the, most of the imports that were coming into the country had manganese levels way lower than this each. That's Abbas Ibrahim Tusanti, head of economic regulation at the NPA. That's why we tell you to go for petrol salt, your clean fuel always in full quantity. An increase in the hostel fees at the University of Ghana has thrown many students into terrible hardship. Many have had to dish their hostels and in worse situations left school altogether because they simply cannot afford it. Students say the economic hardship is gradually making education at the tertiary level a difficult task. Ethan Lai was on campus and has been learning the stories of some students. Here's his report read to you. Now, I don't even pick taxi to lectures again. Right now, I work from Jim Nelson Hall to read to uh, my, my lecture halls. Stephen, a final year biochemistry student at the University of Ghana, shares how a 500 city increment in his hostel fees is making life a pain. According to him, they now have to borrow to augment his expenses. 
they didn't actually budget for that. So they were they used the last semester's um, uh, postal fees, and so when the new prices came, it came with it came to them as a surprise, and so they had to look at that where things they are not supposed to do. They were they they did maybe they went to borrow because they didn't budget for it. Now, environmental scientists are calling on company owners and woodworkers themselves to understand the risks they face and put in place measures to protect them. They say protective equipment and workplace safety and training are crucial to make a growing problem of acute and chronic lung diseases in woodworkers. Mona Lisa Frimpong has our Clean Air series today. 53-year-old George Boatin has been a carpenter for more than 25 years. He says his hands are the most important part of his body. They are his tool to get the job done every day and he is extremely careful to protect them. But hands aren't the only part of his body at risk as a carpenter. Exposure to dust and chemicals in the course of everyday work can damage an even more critical part of a carpenter's body, the respiratory organs. That's according to the head of the respiratory unit at the Confuanoche Teaching Hospital, Dr. Divine Amenuke. The fine sawdust have got different um sizes in terms of uh, the type of food that is used whether it's hard or soft with those ones the relatively bigger ones tend to settle more in the mouth and nose area uh, to the truth then we have other ones that are go a bit deeper down into the um, upper part of the chest mona lisa from pounds a clean air series for today Former President of Ghana, John Ajikum Kufo, says former First Lady and his wife, Theresa Kufo, helped him to survive a 15-month jail time at the Ashafort prison after an unexpected coup d'etat in 1972. The revelation is containing his tribute read on his behalf at the forecourt of the State House, where a burial service is taking place for the former First Lady. He says Abba, as he affectionately called her, was a woman of sacrifice, devotion, humanity and resilience. <laughs> 54 of us, including cabinet ministers, junior ministers, and some members of parliament, would remain in jail for a minimum period of between 12 and 15 months each. Having initially endured incommunicado for almost eight weeks, denial of any contact with family or the outside world at Ashford Prison. This angel of a woman to my amazement, would survive the ordeal of raising five children on her own. In my absence, Abba gave birth to our fifth and last child, Kofi. In a tribute from the children read by her first son, Chief Kufour, he said they nicknamed their strict but compassionate mother, Chief Justice, the law and severe. You fasted also. You were strict and had rules, which were hard to follow sometimes. One of the earliest rules was that we couldn't claim ownership of things that we found in the house compound because it was your house. My colleague Maxwell Abagba is at the forecourt of the State House, joins us on the line with more. Maxwell, I know there are many, many high-profile persons at the funeral. Also, uh, there was a tribute read by the First Lady. Tell us more. 
Yes, Emma, many top dignities of IGF. The president is here with his wife, the vice president. He's also here with his wife, former president, John Marmot, the chief justice, John Spalding, members of parliament, former president of the United States, members of parliament, members of the diplomatic court, the clerks, traditionally, there's some more. I've been interacting with former president John Mahama. Escuchas ese rugido. Sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.